0: This is the Valley of Grace podcast, helping women reclaim their power and identity so they will know they are enough. Today's episode is entitled, Four Things That the Story of Samson and Delilah Teaches Us About Toxic Relationships. And before we get into the story, I want to give a shout out to Timothy Horton for bringing the intro and outro music every week. Today, I have another chatting with Coach Tina session for you, and today's topic is entitled, Four Things the Story of Samson and Delilah Teaches Us About Toxic Relationships. Now, we all know the story of Samson and Delilah, right? And it was Samson's lust pride, and underestimation of dealing with the spirit of manipulation that led him into a toxic relationship with Delilah. And then when it comes to you, your brokenness and underestimation of dealing with the spirit of manipulation led you into a toxic relationship with your romantic partner. So the first thing that the story of Samson and Delilah teaches us about toxic relationships is toxic relationships give you two times two kinds of blindness, okay? The moment that Samson took Delilah's bait and allowed himself to be lured into her web by being love bombed was the moment that he became spiritually blinded. The moment that you allow yourself to be lured into the web of the other person in that toxic relationship is the moment that you become spiritually blind. Okay? And then the moment that Samson gave away his power was the moment that he became physically blind. The moment that you gave away your power is the moment that you became physically blind. And in this instance, I want to just point out that physical blindness represents the point of involvement in this toxic relationship where you've jacked up some part of your body. It doesn't have to be that your eyes were put out. You holding trauma in some part of your body. And with women, common places for holding trauma is in your pelvis area, your back, and your leg uh, uh, legs, rather, amongst other places, okay? You experience pain in these areas, but you're kind of confused as to the origin of the pain. You haven't put together the fact that what you are in is causing physical blindness in that area, Okay. And when we think of toxic relationships, we think of toxic relationships affecting us just emotionally. Toxic relationships affect us emotionally, mentally, physically, and spiritually. Uh, spiritually, And they work on the mind, body, and the soul. They all three of them work together. So the second point that I want to make for as part of the four things that the story of Samson and Delilah teaches us about toxic relationships, is that toxic relationships will cause you to get so caught up that you tell people everything about you all at once. You are so happy that someone is paying attention to you, right? But your not enoughness and unworthiness and other insecurities and brokenness will make you think you deserve anything and the scripture points out that Delilah uh, that Samson rather told Delilah all of his heart and he told Delilah all of his heart the scripture points this out three times and we know in God's word whenever something is repeated more than one time we need to pay attention to it so it says, and it came to pass when she pressed him daily with her words and urged him, so that his soul was vexed unto death, that he told her all his heart and said unto her, There have not come a razor upon my head, for I have been a Nazarite unto God from my mother's womb. If I be shaven, then my strength will go from me, and I shall become weak and be like any other man. And when Delilah saw that he had told her all his heart, she sent and called for the Lords of the Philistines saying, come up this once for he have showed me all his heart. Then the Lords of the Philistines came up unto her and brought money in their hand. So like I said, three times they talk about he told her all his heart three times that's mentioned and the other thing i want to mention to you is that it says that uh his soul was vexed into death think about that if somebody has vexed you that bad and we know about it. If we've been parents before, and if we're not, we've not been parents. we got nieces and nephews and other kids, and we've promised to do something for them. And they keep patting and, 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 and patting on us and pulling and tugging the clothes. When am I going to get it? When am I going to get it? When am I going to get it? And you're just like, please, Jesus, just wait. Help me, Lord. They can't seem to wait. They want it right now. And sometimes you just go ahead and give it to them. But you've done that so many times, you've set up a pattern with that child by giving in and giving them whatever it is that they want because they vexed your soul. So Samson's soul had been vexed by Delilah. He gave in. But like I said in the beginning, he underestimated Delilah. You meet this guy. He love bombs you with poetry, flowers, gifts, food, everything. And then he says, baby, tell me everything. (laughs) <laughs> and you are so intoxicated by being love bombed that you do and like they say everything you tell him everything all your heart no boundaries at all and you just met the guy and he knows all this stuff about you and you're not thinking initially I don't know too much about him and his past and his emotional wounds etc okay you don't even know the fact that he's got five baby mamas that are in the picture he's still seeing one of them okay but you caught up because your brokenness is leading you okay and even when you conduct business as a business owner beware of people who approach you wanting to know all your personal and professional business in order to help you beware of that and i have told many of people if you have to know everything about income what income I have coming in there's something wrong with that that you have to know all of that in order to help me there is something wrong with that but they will tell you that that is the information that they need and then they won't stop there what will happen is they will find they will keep pressing in like Delilah vexed his soul to death they'll keep pressing in and asking you the same question as if you're in a courtroom a good 10 times. Beware of business people like that, okay? Now number three, this is the third thing that the story of Samson and Delilah teaches us about toxic relationships. Toxic relationships are not a death sentence. You have the ability to heal, okay? That's number three. After Delilah exited the picture, Samson was sent to the prison house. Samson was no longer the same Samson. He had a be still and no moment, okay? And some healing time in prison. And then you might think, okay, so how you know that? They don't say he had any healing time in prison. Verses 21 to 22 tells us that God began the restoration process of Samson's identity. Part of Samson's identity as a Nazarite meant that he was never... Supposed to cut his hair because he was dedicated to God and in verse 21 it says But the philistines took him and they put out his ass and brought him down to Gaza And bound him with fetters of brass and he did grind in the prison house How be it the hair of his head began to grow again after he was shaving now? That is definitely a but God moment, okay? When you decide to take the first step, you're taking that be still and no moment so that you can heal. The first thing that God is going to do is restore your identity so you can be rooted and grounded in nothing and no one but him. And the second way that we know that Samson had a be still and no moment and some healing time in prison is because he prayed and he acknowledged God. When he stood up there performing for the philistines during this prayer he asked god to give him his power back okay and instead of the movie when stella got her groove back we are watching how samson got his power back and in verse 28 of judge 16 it says and samson called unto the lord and said oh lord god remember me i pray thee and strengthen me i pray thee, only this once lord Uh, Oh God that I might be at once Avenged of the Philistines for my Two eyes You don't get to go on Lord God Almighty and all Of that (laughs) unless you've been There and back and you've you've been humbled So trust me Samson had been humbled In prison and when you say Lord God there are two meanings That they have for That's what the scholars are saying Adonai Yahweh is one of them And the other thing for Lord God is Yahweh Elohim okay and when you go to God and you're repenting for your part in that toxic relationship you are showing him that you are ready and you are serious about doing the work and getting your power back okay so now we are number four God restores all the years that the locusts have eaten so this is number four of the things that the story of Samson and Delilah teaches us about toxic relationships And in verse 29 and 30 of Judges 16, it says, And Samson took hold of the two middle pillars upon which the house stood, on which it was borne up, of the one with his right hand and on the other with his left. And Samson said, Let me die with the Philistines. And he bowed himself with all his might, and the house fell upon the Lord's and upon all the people that were therein. So the death which he slew, the dead which he slew at his death were more than they which he had slain in his life. Okay? Samson was able to destroy more people at his death than in his life. Okay? And you may think that your life is over because you've wasted 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 years sometimes in that toxic relationship. You cannot regain that time that time is gone that's over as I always say that ship has sailed but what is not over is God doing a new thing he can restore all of the years that the locusts have eaten meaning that although you cannot get that time back okay although that ship has sailed God can use your remaining time and make it be more fruitful and have more of an impact in your life in your remaining years than your former years okay and you got to remember too when you become empowered you empower and impact your family your community the nation and the entire world what does God say in Joel 2 25 The So I will restore to you the years that the swarming locusts have eaten, the crawling locusts, the consuming locusts, and the chewing locusts, my great army, which I sent among you. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be put to shame. Then you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel. I am the Lord your God. There is no other. My people shall never be put to shame. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions, okay? Remember, you are enough. You can heal and you can reclaim your power and identity. It is never too late for God to restore all the years that the locusts have eaten. And just for review, I'm going to go over it again. The four things that the story of Samson and Delilah teaches us about toxic relationships. Number one, toxic relationships give you two kinds of blindness. Number two, Toxic relationships will cause you to get so caught up that you tell people everything about you all at once. Okay, and then we have number three, toxic relationships are not a death sentence because you have the ability to heal. And number four, the fourth thing is God restores all the years that the locusts have eaten. As I said before, it's never too late for God to restore all of those years. Grab your keys to the kingdom and get your inheritance. Remember, it is already yours. Have a blessed rest of your Wednesday night. And until next time, friends, God bless.
1: I wish I could give. Gonna fade away when I see I need more of him. He whispers the sweetest of mercies upon my ear.